Hi everybody, welcome to the Lock Pod, the Leeds Rhinos Lock 17A podcast, kindly sponsored by ACDMB, a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They create standout brands, any companies out there need a brand new logo or a brand refresh, just get in touch with ACDMB. Thanks as always to them for sponsoring us, not just with the podcast, not just with the fanzine, but now with the... For those watching on YouTube, we've got little bits of merch. This is all thanks to ACDMB. I'm wearing a hoodie and a snapback. All thanks to ACDMB. And this hoodie, let me tell you, is absolutely class. This is our Xmas Christmas party podcast. A festive feast. So grab a drink, grab a mince pie and join us. Feel free to comment along in the YouTube chat. We do stream all of our podcasts live on our YouTube channel. So if you head over to YouTube and search for The Lock Pod, that's the logo. That's us. Hit subscribe. Hit that notification bell. You'll be notified every time we stream our podcasts live. Joining me, as always, my right-hand man, my co-host, but our amazing stats man. Statman Reese. I'm a stat how the devil are you i'm good i'm not sure i'm putting that christmasy yet but i'm good i I feel like we don't speak anymore i know it's i've felt a bit lonely actually in the last sort of month (laughs) just from a league basis and just we we haven't spoken i just i'm glad i remembered how to do the music because we haven't done this in about that's the first tick. We've got a very, you know, got a busy podcast coming up. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like we need to have a catch up between ourselves before. We probably we need to actually. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't got my app yet either on my hoodie, so I'm feeling a bit left yeah. out as well. But mine's coming soon. Um, we are going to announce the winner of the this amazing signed shirt, and again, it's ACD and Bacon. <laughs> They're propping up the podcast. This was very kindly donated by Chris. It's a signed shirt. Um, I have all the names in a bucket here, and we're going to announce that later in the show as well. That'll be live to um Can and... make a point? When I when I do a prize giveaway, I've got a fancy wheel that we share on a screen, whereas you've got old school. Have, um, have you literally written it. every single name out? And put it all into a bucket, yeah, because I'm from 1982. The, the winner of the Stein shirt as well will also win a lot pod snapback. So that's coming up later in... The podcast. Do you feel like you're ready for Christmas? You, you just said you didn't feel particularly Christmassy. Why is that? No, I, I think we're on a wedding honeymoon honeymoon come down. To be honest, Reece, you got married in. I know, but it's, we're still on it. We're still on it. The honeymoon was free. You know, it was it was October, November. We only got back from honeymoon in the beginning of November. Um, yeah, I think we're on a bit of a come down. I don't know. Work's been busy. That probably didn't help. Um, you are wearing the new. Because we haven't spoken about this on the pod. No, we haven't. On the pod for ages. No. We are wearing the new 2024 Heritage shirt, which should have just been the home shirt. I think you agree. Do you want to guess how long it took me to buy this shirt? 14 seconds. It was about 30 seconds, yeah, from the moment the yeah. link came out, I think. Oh, I saw the link. Yeah, it's, it's a great shirt. I, I, I'm happy with the white shirt. I, this probably should have been the home, the white, the away, and then the one, the alternate. I reckon that's probably how they're going to do it anyway. Well, yeah, but... the way they're doing it this year, sorry, Reese, is if they've got the principal and they've got this shirt, and they said they're going to wear them kind yeah, of. Yeah, I kind of like that. 
do you, I was going to say, do you think that's a good idea, or would you prefer the traditional home away? Um, put it this way: if we're going to do something different this preseason, I'd rather us do something different with the kits than having Gannon at halfback. So if this is a something new and something different we're doing this year, then I, I'm I'm all for it. I actually quite like the idea and the concept of it. So it's good. I, I, I can't. Part of me agrees, but then the other part of me thinks this just gives Oxen license to just make as many kits as they want. Yeah, and you know what? Me and Laurie will be those person that probably buy all four at some point because last year <laughs> I didn't buy one shirt. You did. I think this year. This year I could be buying two, if not three. I think. Yeah, we've got the Rob shirt to come as well. Yeah. So, Which I what, did, what did you give the principal shirt out of 10? Remind me. I want to say seven. And what did you give the alternatives? Eight. And what are you giving the... Heritage? This is a nine. Are you ever going to give a shirt a 10 out of 10? Uh, yeah, I would do. And it'd be the 2021 home shirt. I don't think anything will ever beat that as a home kit, to be honest. Well, auction twenty two. Twenty one. Twenty two. Twenty two. Sorry. Twenty two will never beat that. So no, no twenty two hamshit. Yeah. Hell so you're not feeling festive even though we're on our Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Bye everyone. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye everyone. So it's probably it's probably a good idea that we move on, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. What's that? It's hot. Our... Oh, it's all the high tech here. It's our next guest, or our guest to join us. It's Cameron. I thought so it was Cameron. <laughs> Cameron, one of our Hello. regulars. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, I probably should have said that to start the show. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> um, Cameron, we were briefly talking about this shirt Reese is wearing, 2004 Heritage shirt. What What have you made of of this shirt? It's uh, absolutely fantastic, isn't it? Um, it's it's just it's brilliant to see uh, such an iconic kit. And I know some people don't actually like the 2004 kit's design. It's rather that it, what it embodies is yeah. more important. But to see it sort of translated perfectly into a modern shirt is pretty pretty damn cool. Um, it's a great design, and I can't wait to see us wearing it. And I hope you're both right in terms of I'd like to see us just rotate the kits in an unconventional way because I like all three kits and the more more we get to see them the better I think do you agree with that Reese? what Cam says there about like some people or any you, you know you don't do you have to like the kit for it to be iconic I, for instance if I, that was I don't know bright orange with purple spots but it was the 2004 grand final winning shirt would it would it still have? Does it matter what the shirt looks like? I think like? this kit could be anything. Yeah, it's I exactly agree. as Cameron says. It's more. I agree. More what it Bobby. Bobby. So just sorry, someone just put a message on that's called Bobby. It's it's more about what it embodies than it actual the star because it isn't actually that really that nice of a shirt compared to the ones <clears> we've had around, especially around this era. Sorry to put but I love this shirt now. But I think it's because of what. It, what we achieve, it's what, what it represents, you know, yeah, rather than how it looks, yeah, no, exactly. And as always, it always looks better in a rugby league athlete than it does a fat, overweight 29 year old. So, Cameron, you are a Leeds fan, you know that because you're one of our regulars and you will be back next year. We had a brief 
bit of news from Harry Newman. Was it yesterday? Was it today? Was it Monday? Does it matter? About he was kind of speaking about his contract prior to the season starting and how he'd like it kind of addressed and and, and in place. Do you think? Do you think this is more of a threat to the Rhinos, a threat to other clubs, NRL clubs? How how did you kind of read Harry's comments, Cam? Personally, I think it puts us in pole position because obviously, unlike in the NRL, where you can see that the uh, as soon as that November first hits in the NRL, if you're out of contract the next year, you can agree to sign for 2025. So that's why you're getting Jerome Luai agreeing to join. Mm-hmm. West Tigers for 2025. Over here, it's not that simple. The club have to tell tell you what their plans are before you can go and talk to other clubs. So the fact that he's looking to do it quickly, I mean, I suppose that puts pressure on the club to make a decision. But I think the ball's in Leeds' court right now. And as long as that's the case, I would back us to get it over the line. Personally, I, I, think, I think we'll retain him. I agree with that. And I think as well, Cam, the fact that Harry has come out and said he wants his contract sorted before the season starts, then this new contract that he's chasing is based on last year's form. Well, last year he was injured. Obviously, he did play for England and play well. But in terms of the NRL and other sides, they're kind of looking at it as a On that seat, it's not... It's quite unique... I guess, in him saying, I want this addressing before a ball's kicked. I mean, it shows his level of confidence. I suppose he thinks he knows what he's worth and he expects to be paid that wherever he ends up. But I think you're right insofar as saying that an NRL club is probably less likely right now at this moment in time to make the level of offer that he would expect because he has a certain level of proving to do. Even to Leeds fans, I mean, last year was probably... He's worst um, in a lead shirt. Not, not maybe necessarily in terms of performances, but you know there was certain incidents that were well documented that prompted a lot of derision of his uh, character and his commitment uh, to the side. So he's got a lot of proving to do to Leeds fans in general. But the fact that he wants his contract done sooner rather than later, I definitely think puts us in control because he's he's more likely to get the offer of his value from us than he is from an NRL club. Do you think he's a marquee, Cam? Oh, definitely. I think I think he's definitely a marquee, especially with the, the new rules in place um, with the extra marquee about homegrown players and, <clears throat> and how they count on your cap. I think, I, I mean, I, we actually do have a lot of really good homegrown players. So it's quite difficult, but I would... Newman is one of the, the probably one of three or four players that you could potentially put in that category and... I know a question we're going to talk about was Jack Wellsby, but I think Jack Wellsby is probably the best example of that marquee spot in in the new yeah. system because it's only going to cost St. Helens 50 grand, I think, on the salary cap for whatever they paid Jack Wellsby if he's on that marquee player in that homegrown quota. 50 grand on the lead salary cap for Harry Newman is probably a fifth of what they could end up paying him per year. Exactly. And so this, this is just another tool for Leeds to u- utilise in in keeping him. So like I said, like like I keep saying, the ball the ball's in our court really. If there is that I and I expect marquee money to be thrown at him personally. I just think Lee's just they just shouldn't mess around with this. No, no. You know, I'm not I don't really they shouldn't be doing what we've done with in, you know, likes of Sam Walters that uh, I keep saying this season or last season, but it's still in twenty twenty three. 
But we shouldn't be messing about. Just go, Leash needs to go out and say, look, this is our best offer. This is what we think you're worth. And maybe if he doesn't agree to it, they'll have another stop gap in, I don't know, before the window opens in May so another club's going to have a look at him. Um, yeah. But they just need to put the best offer on the table because 50 grand in the salary cap for a player like Harry Newman, it, it, it almost makes it makes too much sense. Do you yeah, think, um, obviously, I mentioned, I mentioned it again, he wants it sorting before the season starts. There'll obviously be an offer from the Rhinos, from us, from Leeds. Cam, do you think there'll be any kind of NRL offer for him? Potentially. I mean, you you, you read about in the uh, the Daily Telegraph uh, down under that he's on the radar of NRL clubs. They'll probably see his potential. Um, but, I mean, obviously they've got more money to play with over there. But they're probably less like be less inclined to spend a lot of money on a player who could arrive injured and could frequently get injured. I think they're more likely to hold off and hope that there isn't a decision made before the start of the season, and then sort of see where we get to where where he gets to May time if he's not picked up any injuries and he's playing well. I think that's when the NRL interest, if he's not signed a new deal by then, will really go into it overdrive. Could- it could be seen as an NRL team taking a chance on him at this moment yeah. in time. Whereas if he has a full season or at the halfway point he's proven his worth, then yeah. it is more of a... Because he'll want, he'll want a number three or four shirt if he goes down to the NRL. Yeah, exactly. He's, Harry Newman is not a player that's going to sit on the bench or not you know, playing in and out. He wants to be playing every week. Yeah. I and I, I'm not sure... Any, unless he signs a New Zealand for Leeds by then, which I think is very much in the cards. And if Leeds I follow do. up... What St. Helens have been doing with Welsby. Exactly. Well, that's all the boring stuff out of the way, Cameron. On to some Christmas <laughs> stuff. This is our Christmas party, festive special. What is your favourite Christmas film, Cameron? I might split opinion uh, because some people claim it's not a Christmas film, but Die Hard, I'm going to say Die, Die Hard. Is Die Hard is a Christmas film. It is a Christmas film. It is a Christmas film. I'm glad, I'm glad we've got believers in the house. <laughs> Reese, what's yours? It's the holiday because I just think the holidays are really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think it's a really classic movie. It's Jack I Black. Big Jack Black band, but that is a stinker, Easy. It's, it's not a stinker. It's just a wholesome movie. All the Christmas films. It's a Wonderful Life, Elf, Home Alone. I don't. You know what? I don't like Home Alone, and I think it's I because I've it. never seen it. But that's no, I've seen it, but I only I only saw it for the first time last year. Wow. And that's probably why I don't like it because I never saw it as a kid. That makes sense. What's I your favourite Christmas song, Cam? Um, probably Last Christmas. Agreed. Wham. Bit of wham. Do you agree with that, Reese? Have you got a favourite Christmas song? Got three. Go for it. Step into Christmas, Elton. Step into Christmas, Elton John. Not bad. That's a good one. Chris- Christmas lights, Coldplay. Um, and. Dreary. And. Uh, let the bells ring, the darkness. Yes, don't let the bells end. Yes. Yeah, the bells end. That's it. Don't let the bells end. Yeah. I don't mind that one. I do like Justin Hawkins. <laughs> Cameron, do you enjoy Christmas? Or are you are you a bit of a Scrooge, a bit of a, a bit of a Grinch? I, I get the feeling Cam enjoys Christmas. What do you think, Reese? I think he's a Scrooge. Oh. <gasps> All right. Well, I, 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 it's time to reveal the answer, I suppose, isn't it? We've got two two opposing camps here. 
Don't debate it. Tell us. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm building suspense. Normally, I, I am it. <laughs> normally, I really like love love Christmas, but I feel a bit like Reese. It don't. I don't feel very Christmassy yet, so I'm being a bit of a Scrooge oh God, this oh year. I've got two so, Scrooges tonight. <laughs> I do apologize. Why don't you feel Reese? Reese is still in honeymoon mindset. He got married in February. But it's still in <laughs> September. I just want to be back in America eating shit and watching American you football. Eat shit and... on your ass at home now. <laughs> I, I have been doing. Can you not tell? <laughs> um, why don't you feel so festive, Cam? I don't really know, to be honest. I, it might be because my miss isn't very well, so I'm having to look after her. But... I just I, maybe it's my fault. I've not really put the effort in to be Christmassy. Like I've not been listening to Christmas music, and I got myself a really naff advent calendar. So it might be my fault. Sounds like you've only got yourself to blame, mate. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Too busy looking forward to Boxing Day. Yes, Leeds working. Are you going on Boxing Day, Cameron? That's probably a question you should be asking. Yeah, I'm, I'll be there, Cameron. You will be joining us for 2024, am I right? I will indeed. Have a wonderful Christmas. Enjoy it, please. Try, please try. <laughs> I will to. try. <laughs> From tomorrow, I'll pick it up just for you. Yeah, lots of festive, uh, festive cheer, and Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2024, mate. Thanks a lot. Yeah, will certainly will. Thank you for having me. Merry Christmas, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. See you soon. Doorbell again. <laughs> just get doorbell again who's that oh my god <laughs> a new face a new face to the lot pod hey guys you bobby, all right bobby from the loose forward pod how are you bobby i'm not bad guys merry christmas merry christmas happy new year and all that lot first of all i've said it a million times myself and reese we are massive massive fans of the loose forward podcast i would implore everyone to go and check it out on iTunes and Spotify, however you listen to your podcast. It's absolutely fantastic. Calamandy and Bobby do a fantastic job. Right, Bobby, when are you going to pay me that fiver? Uh, PayPal's fine if you want to send it over. <laughs> I'd like to start this one off, actually, Eddie, really quickly, because we talked Go about kits. It. I'm not normally a fan of a St. Helens kit, but I have to say the one that Bobby's got on it is probably the only one I think I would allow. Yeah, I was very similar to yourself, Reese. The the second I saw it go on sale, I was I was all over it. I uh, I, I just love it. It should have been our home kit for last season. I, I it should have been ditch the red V one season. No one would have minded. One hundred and fifty year celebration would have been perfect. But at least I got sense. it. In yeah, yeah, makes perfect sense. Cameron would have been a bit of a Scrooge. Reese is um, not feeling as festive just yet because he's still on his honeymoon in his mind. Are you feeling <laughs> festive, Bobby? Do you know what? Surprisingly, for the first time, I am. Um, it, it's Thank my God for that, time. finally. <laughs> first Christmas in my new house. So it, it's, uh, it's a lot to take in. It's, you know, it's the first thing you buy and stuff like that, whereas usually I'm a bit more of a little, you know, oh, it's Christmas, whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite Christmas film, Bob? Uh, well, I can tell you it is 100% not Die Hard because it is not a Christmas film. Sorry, oh, my <laughs> God. Here we go. It's spanner in the works. <laughs> Putin it, would, it would be you, a St. Ellen's fan, wouldn't it? Of course it would be. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's just not. I, uh, but, no, mine is uh, mine's Jingle All The Way. I uh, 
Nice. I, I just love the the iconic put that cookie down. It's you know it's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. You can't help but just join in with that bit. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Uh, favorite Christmas song, Bobby. Oh, it's got to be the Pogues, Fairy Tale of New York. Uh, this year, we, we, we're shame passing away, definitely. I, I know. I do you know what? It sounds so basic. Oh, it's everyone's favorite, but it is just the best. I can't. It is a classic, especially at this time of year because everyone's drunk and it's such a drunk song. It's just perfect. Yeah. And everyone's always like, it's about me. This song's about me and my emotions right now. <laughs> uh, Bobby, we had some news this week about Phil Clark. Leaving yes. Sky. First of all, did, did you agree with that? Did you think it was time Phil Clark left Sky? Did you think he should have stuck around? How did you how did you see it, Bobby? No, I, I thought it was time to move on. I think, to be fair, a few of the Sky Sports pundits need to do the same as well, in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, Phil Clark, he, he, it's always hard, isn't it, when you've been doing the job for so long? You, you become part of you know you expected to tune into sky sports and see phil clark every week that's that's part and parcel of watching the league but or any sport really you know um but no yeah i think it was definitely um definitely time for him to move on yeah agreed um so in terms of phil clark moving on have you got any names or any any kind of feeling of who you think should should kind of step into that that role at sky um I think you've already probably seen one with with Channel Four this season. I think Sam Tompkins wouldn't be a bad um, Agreed, suggestion. Yeah. Comes across very well, very, very part of this modern game now, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I think I think Sam Tompkins has come across really well over what I've seen on Channel Four this season. And yeah, I think he's probably the first name on the list. Who would you say, Reese? Have you got a name of, of any? Yes, Sam or? Tompkins. Sam Tompkins was the first name that came to my head. To be honest, I thought. He, he he comes across quite neutral, even though he was even though he still played for Catalan last year. He was still came across fairly neutral when he was there. So and I just he yeah I think what Bobby hit the nail on the head. He understands the modern game a lot more and he's closer to it. Um, and I think he's got the the character to be able to do it. So I think Tom Tonkin was the first name that came to my head. I think I, he's got the profile as well too, Bobby. Would you agree with that? I think he's when he were playing and he kind of does a lot of media. I think he's former England captain. He's really recognisable as well to be kind of be to have that kind of role yeah absolutely um i think probably most people in the uh like i said in this modern game even you know even if you've only been watching rugby league a couple of seasons now if, if you're fairly new to the sport i think most people would say they know who sam tomkins is so yeah definitely he's definitely got that aura about him mm. um we had uh some news as well about the broadcast deal i know you kind of touched on it on the loose forward podcast but how did you feel about every game being shown live on telly bobby do you think that's a good idea my my kind of my kind of worry if you like is the threat of free to air stuff like does this kind of give uh, sky stranglehold on the game more pressure or do you think it, it's a good thing how do, how do you see it bobby i think it's definitely a good thing moving yeah. forward i mean you see a lot with um the watch NRL, uh, yeah, a lot exactly, of people rave yeah. about that kind of platform, being able to watch every game, mm-hmm. um, go back and watch a game if you've missed it, um, and, and stuff like that. So I think it's, uh, I think it's a big step in the right direction. I, um, I had two concerns when I first heard it. The first mm-hmm. one was we've seen record-breaking attendances at games this this year. 
yes. uh, especially with the likes of Hulk IR and stuff like that. They they you know they've really sold out a lot of games. And my first we don't know Hulk IR attendances. They don't tell us. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, they only announce it when it's a big when they've actually sold out, don't they? <laughs> um, and when they're not scrapping in the away stand as well. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's a, maybe a bad example from OKR. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think uh, I just hope that people don't just buy a you know a yearly or a monthly pass and think, oh, I don't need to go to the game because I can just sit at home and watch it. it. I, you know, I hope mm. the attendances continue to grow from it. Mm. And the the other the other thing is as well is is the the finance side of things that, that was a big worry for me. Mm. Um, it was obviously a fantastic, like I said, fantastic step in the right direction. But when you hear that you're getting paid less for it as well, like you say, Sky Sports stranglehold, it does become a little bit tighter as well, doesn't it? Um, mm. It shows that somehow we, they, they can afford to pay the sport less and still keep hold of us. It doesn't really... Show more games, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. So I, I question I where's this been for the last few seasons. If, if you're willing to pay us less, where's this come this from? This could have know? been implemented sooner. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. so you're going to say, sorry. I, th I think it's a step in the right direction because I think I, I swear I read an article the other day that free-to-air is still going to continue next season, but they just don't know where at the moment by the sound of mm. things. So it could happen, it could, might not. It having a platform where you can watch all the games as a streaming platform, it does open it up to new people. Um, I mean, selfishly as well, I love the fact because I can watch all the games that from most of the rounds. I could re-watch Rhino's games so I can actually know what I'm talking about when I come in here on a Sunday night. Um, makes a change. It makes a change, yeah. Um, <laughs> for both so, of us, not just For both of us. But I, I think it's a really good move. But like you say, it, my worry is that it, it could further Sky's stranglehold on the game, which it has had. And you yeah. know, Sky have done a really big, been a big factor in in televising the game. But I just I, they've got an opportunity with Phil Clark leaving, I think, to to change things up a bit now and be different. And they've, they've got to grasp that opportunity, I think, to help it move to help it move forward. Um, but it'll be it will be interesting to see what happens um, and how it's covered going forward. Have they mentioned anything about a video ref at every game now? Have I missed that? Is that, is that, well, that, that should be that should be happening, shouldn't it? I'm looking at Bob. You would now. assume that. Yes, that would I believe be. so. But uh, the biggest part about that is that they've denied captain's challenge, haven't they? Um, yeah. Which I personally disagree with. I think that is a, yeah, a, a big that, one. Yeah. But is it not just typical of rugby league, though, as well, that we're six weeks, eight weeks out from the season and we have no idea if we're going to get any free to air games on? That's just. Yeah, exactly. that's just rugby See, that's, league, that's, And that's quite a scary thought, though, isn't it? Six to eight weeks away, yet have yeah. you ever seen any promotion on Sky Sports about it? No. And I mean, I just think that 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 worry that part worries me because they should be hammering it all over because potentially this season again is a really exciting prospect. Wigan look stronger than ever. We look stronger than we've been for a long time. Saints are just saints. Let's just ignore them because um, they're always because they're always up there. Whole KR on the rise. Warrington is always really... so polite to our guests. <laughs> yeah, well, War Warrington have got Sam Burgess because the Sam Burgess story is a massive one for Warrington. That is massive Super for League. the league. That I so agree. you're just not just get. Market the hell out of it, and that's kind of why I think we all get a bit upset with Sky because they just don't seem to really want to push it forward. That's where my concerns come in about the, the stranglehold and kind of mm. showing every game. Like Bobby said, it hit the nail on the head about they seem to do this so easily. I mean, by that I mean just say right, we're showing every game. Why didn't you do this two, three, four years ago mm. during COVID? They could have done it then. 
they could have oh well we, we can do this now that seemed to be the prime time you are a saints fan bobby I we am. had some news this week about jack wellsby we've kind of briefly touched on it earlier in the pod two-year deal with saints um personally i think this is really good for super league to keep hold of such a young star but then the other side of that coin is i do as i've said loads on this pod i really do enjoy watching young english british talent head over to the nrl to kind of show what they've got wellsby is only 21 22 so he could yeah. still perhaps do that later on in his career but really really good news not just for saints but for the league bobby Oh, absolutely. Fantastic news. Um, obviously, as a Saints fan myself, you know, it's brilliant for the club. It's brilliant to know yeah. that he is secured and, and away from NRL interest for the for the time being. Uh, but as a as as Super League as well, it's fantastic. You uh you, you know, he comes under a lot of pressure, does Jack Wells. But that I think that comes from how good he's been at a young age. I think people can be quite jealous towards that kind of talent and you know, most people when they when they really dig into somebody from another team, it's because they wish they had him. Uh, and I, I do it with a lot of other players, and you know, I wish they were part of part of Saints. Um, but the I think the other thing with with Wellsby and this this whole NRL interest is that if you had to say Wellsby did have a a, a big fault, let's say it would be defensively. And, you know, you look at the back line of, of NRL clubs, they're a yeah. lot bigger than what we get in Super League. You know, you look at your Latrell Mitchells, your James Tedesco's, your Greg Inglises. I, I know they've retired now, but the Morris the Morris twins on the wing, they're, they're awesome. a big unit and yet they're still so quick. But, you know, it, it, can he, you know, at 22, his body is still changing and developing. Is he ready to take that, you know, that, that, next, that next step into the NRL? And, in another way as well, I'm also glad that he, he didn't leave just to the first NRL club that showed a bit of interest in him. That's true, yeah. Mm. If you look at Wellsby's career so far, he's achieved a hell of a lot in the game. You know, he's a, a four-time champion, a world club champion, a, a, a you know, he's made dream team pretty much every season. Yeah. And, you know, I'd hate yeah. for him to go now and sign for, no disrespect to say, you know, the West Tigers or the Gold Coast Titans and just mm. be another player. You know, I hope he signs for a Roosters or a Storm, you know, someone who could say, look, we're going to win this thing and we want you yeah. to be a part of that. More honours. Yeah, I agree. Do you agree, Reese? that keeping all the Wells being Super League is, is good for the league? I do. I do think it's good. Um the other half that you failed to mention there, Eddie, is that we don't really like Wellsby that much either. But that might come down to Bobby's point about... I'm being really probably... polite and professional to our guests. I know you were. I'm trying to bring it out of you. You're not being festive enough. We're meant to have family arguments. This is a podcast family. Um, yeah, me and you but... should be up and down yeah, with yeah. and calling each but other. You know, <laughs> but this, I, think, I think it's important that if anyone, uh, if people have, or if clubs have players like that, that they retain them and it's good for Super League to keep them, because for every one that stays, one will go. But that's better than two that I've gone under before, and that have, and rather than keeping them. So I do think it's good for for the league, um, because it it means there's more people competing. Agreed. I agree. Bobby, thank you very much. Don't be a stranger. Thanks a lot for joining us. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all the best. And the same to you guys. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers, Cheers Bobby. Bobby. Cheers, Cheers guys. And again, everybody. 
head over to iTunes, to Spotify, however you listen to your podcasts, the Loose Forward podcast. It inspired me and Reese to create this. They are absolutely amazing. Go and give them a listen. Take care, Bobby. Thanks very much, guys. See you later. All the best. All the effects. All the effects. What now? Who's here? Bobby's just Mark. Mark, is that you? Darling chaps, how are you? Mark, you're always welcome. You are always always welcome. Uh, Mark, we've kind of been talking about Christmas, rugby league, all sorts. But the first question is. Uh, are you in a festive mood? Do you enjoy Christmas or are you a bit of a Grinch, bit of a Scrooge? Oh, from 1st of November, mate, I'm in full on Christmas mode. I love First it. I'm November. Like wow. Oh, yeah. Build up to Christmas, watching my girls grow up. Now I've got my grandkids and dog. It's just, it's chaos, but it's it's great chaos. So, you're, so Christmas for you, Mark, starts before bonfire night. Yeah, yeah. Once it gets to November, it starts getting dark. You think, right, Christmas is on the horizon. Let's get it on. So when do you start with the Christmas tree and the decorations? When 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 do you start putting all that up well, there? My wife uh, does all that and she's quite sneaky. We used to, because my birthday's on 2nd of December, so I used to give it to her, on my birthday, weekend of my birthday, you can start putting things up. But she started this obsession with gonks. She fucking loves gonks. <laughs> So now the more she's been buying these, because she's been putting them out bit by bit, bit by bit. So first lot went around on 15th of November, and now house is taken over. Her uh, excuse is she likes to leave things out to see if the dog's going to grab them, because she likes <laughs> grabbing soft toys and all that kind of stuff. He's a bit of a nutter. So she says, oh, I'll put them out bit by bit so he gets used to them being there. And like three days later, house is overrun with gonks and fucking tinsley. He's thinking, hang on a minute, how did that happen? So it's, it's too late. <laughs> too late then. It's, it's already started. But it's nice yeah. to know that you're on, on Team Eddie and you are feeling festive and, and in a Christmas well, I love room. Christmas, guys. I love it. It's my favourite time of year. You Me appreciate too. when I was in Navy, I used to be away for a lot of them. Yes. So when you miss them, you appreciate them more. When you get them back. Agreed. Yeah. Um, we'll stick on the Christmas theme. What's your favourite yeah. Christmas film, Mark? I've got two. It's uh, National Lampoons yeah. and Elf. Yeah, love them both. I do love Chevy Chase. I do. Yeah, it's, it's just stupid humour. It's my type of humour. It's daft. I do love it. Um, and favourite Christmas song? See, I'm a bit like Reese. I've got, I've got at least three. Go for it. Um, Lonely This Christmas by Mud. Mud. Yeah, I love that. Um, again, Darkness. Don't let the bells end. That's you know, that, that's darkness, a banger, is that? Two votes it, for the darkness. It's top of the league. No, no, it's, a it's a banger. I was gutted when it didn't get number one. In fact, I was fuming with that dreary <laughs> shit, that frigging mad world crap. Yeah. Mark but you know, I don't have the grudge, guys. And um, yeah, and the other ones I like Winter's Tale by David Essex. David Essex. Well, three classics there. Um, Mark, on Christmas Day, you, yeah. you've had your dinner, you've had a few beers. Do you have a Christmas Day nap? No, not now. No. Not with grandkids. We just like to play stupid games, you know, play with the toys. Yeah. Powerful. That kind of thing. Yeah, but b- before grandkids came along then, yeah. But now we've got grandkids, it just keeps keeps you going, mate. Are you prone to a, a Christmas nap, Reese? Christmas Day nap? It sounds amazing, to be honest. Um, but no, I, I don't think I've 
had I don't think I've had one before and it's just me and Ness this year, so I don't think I've I don't think I can have a nap if it's just me and Ness. Uh, <laughs> um, you Christmas, mate. You better be awake for it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you agree with Mark says his Christmas festive period starts on first of November East? When does it start in your household? It's meant to start five weeks before Christmas for two reasons. Um that's when this is this is not my family, this is my other half's family that's been imprinted on me. But love actually starts five weeks before Christmas. Mm. Um and my father in law's birthday is five weeks before Christmas and he really likes Love Actually. So the trees are officially allowed to go up after my father-in-law's birthday and, the, and they've watched all actually. And that's when it goes up from there. I love how everyone's got these little traditions of... Just weird, isn't it? And yeah, aren't we? We're all... That <clears throat> was queer as fuck. On to Rugby <laughs> League, Mark. You may have heard yeah. us. Uh, we spoke about the Rhinos once or twice. We've spoken about Harry Newman. I'd love to get your thoughts on Harry Newman, if you don't mind. Um, he spoke uh, earlier this week, today, yesterday, about... Yeah. His contract situation addressed before the season starts. How did how did you how did you kind of read into into Harry's comments, Mark? I'm surprised he's not started already. End of last season. As soon as he finished with England, he should have been in in, in the office with his agent. Let's sort it out. Let's not fuck about. Let's sort it out. Two three year deal, marquee money. No get out clause. Let's see your commitment. The club have gone out and spent the money. Now you commit to it, and then in in a room with his coach, and you know, let's let's uh, think about the team, Harry. Let's not do all stupid because mm. he's got he has got the potential to be world class. And I don't, I mean, I agree with what you were saying earlier. I don't think NRL clubs are going to come in at this moment in time and make him their first choice three or four. Mm. They genuinely they won't because there's so much cloud over his injury record. Not his talent. His talent is there. His aggression is. His rugby league brain when he's on it, he's sharp. He's much there's you know, he's got so much to give, but he, that injury cloud, NRL clubs don't take chances with play we've we've seen them bomb their own out. You know, some yeah. really good homegrown talent. If they go on these injuries, they just bomb them out. They're not interested. Yeah. So I think he's got a good two, three years with us, but we need to get it let's get it sorted now. Let's not make the same mistake we did with Walters. And then we can, you know, concentrate on pre season. Who? Hit the ground running. Walters, I don't, I don't recall anyone. Don't, who? Oh, don't <laughs> you think it's as, you think it's as simple as this race in that just on on obviously on Harry, injury free, you know, and it is it is world class. His yeah, and I think his injury free statement it doesn't matter as long as Leeds sign him up in this off season. That statement about his injury record doesn't matter if we sign him up now. Yeah, because. If he is injury free and he has the season that he is has the potential to have, I mean, I don't think any of us will sit on this pod and say that Harry's not talented. We've we've never ever doubted that. He's probably the most elusive centre in Super League on his day, and probably the best Super League centre on the on his day. So if he's an in, if he's injury free, then that's what we will see. And I think in a side where we are certainly more confident in, in with the side that we've got, and I'm sure that Harry will hopefully feel the same. Um, in that environment, Harry will thrive. So it, I'm thinking about it again. Leeds have got the opportunity to beat other clubs to the chase because he's their player. No one else can have a look at him now. So just get the deal done now before if he, before he has that injury-free season and, and smashes it. Because um, if he does have that injury-free season and Leeds haven't got the deal done, 
he'll he'll he will go. Yeah, I I, I think now's the time. Similar to his previous contract, it's it's like Harry and the club meeting each other in the middle and being like, right, you know, like Mark said, the club have gone out and signed Croft and Akers and Momorowski and Miller and Frawley to say, look, we're building again here now. We've signed some absolute class players. You need to be part of this. You know, you like Mark said, you need to show us your your hand and say, right, I'm here. I, I, I'm here with Brody Croft, with Andy Akers for two, three years and develop from there. Does a halfway deal, though, mean a two-year deal? If Leeds are around at the meeting Newman halfway, I, mean, I don't know what, what your opinion is, listen, Mark, but if Leeds are meeting him halfway, does that mean a two-year deal? deal? Mark? Well, he's got a year left, hasn't he? So if, with the year he's got to run two years on top, I'll take that. But I wouldn't take anything less. And I definitely don't want... I wouldn't even entertain a clause. For the NRL, yeah. Yeah, yeah bollocks to that. If, the, if, the, if, if he signs two, three year, and he's smashing it, if they want him, they're paying for him. End of story. I agree. I agree. Ginny says in our YouTube comments, if Harry does go to the NRL, we have to let him go with all good wishes, but by God, I hope we keep him. I agree. I just think to keep him injury-free, two-year deal, free max. It, it makes absolute perfect sense. Reese is wearing the 2004 Heritage shirt, Mark, the new shirt for, for the yeah. lineup for 2024. What did you think of this when you first laid your eyes on it? I like it. Well, I like it. 2004 will always be a special part of our history. I don't think it's as good as the Patrick won the original, but I like it. Yeah, agreed. Unfortunately, the original one doesn't fit me anymore, Mark, because I was... Here he goes. Ten. Ten. I was yeah. ten. There's, some, there's someone else that's coming on later that it, his shirt still fits him. Um, <laughs> so... Um, Mark, one of your favourite people, we just spoke about it with Bobby, Phil Clark left Sky Sports earlier this week. How did you react to that news initially? Fuck, fuck for that. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a prick, mate. Such yeah. a good rugby league player, but as a pundit, he's an absolute wanker. It's not even up for debate. He's a bell end. <laughs> yeah, good riddance. So, Phil Clark's left. I'm going to ask yeah. you the same question I asked Bobby earlier. Um, who do you think, who would you like to see kind of replace him in that uh, that that role at Sky? Well, first of all, I, I think it's nailed that it's going to be Rat Boy. But um, I, I've, I'd like to see people like Roby, see what he's got. Out, yeah. um, as a left field, I liked what Danica Prim did on Channel 4 as well, to be fair. Agreed, I thought yeah. she would, she, she uh, spoke well about the game. Mm -hmm. When you see Lois Forsell on there and all and other lassies like Jodie Cunningham and all these young girls and, and coaches from women's side, I like mm -hmm. to hear their opinions on it because they do talk properly about it. There's a lot of unbiased thoughts on there. And I do agree with the lad from the uh, other podcast, the Saints fan. It, there's, still a few, yeah, there's still a few more that need to go as well to freshen it up. Can I throw a really left field name in here? And it's because I was quite impressed with him on Premier League. Was it Premier when it was on Premier League Sports or something? Can't remember what it was. Yeah. What was the one that championship anyway? Kev Brown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, I quite liked him when he was on the yeah, coverage. It was all right. I mean, to be to be fair, I like I like commentary from there. Oh, Mark Wilson. I follow him on Twitter. He, yes, he's no, he needs to be on Sky. The, He's a class act as a commentator. Him. I prefer him to other ones to that Ben Pro. There was that other fellow that they sometimes have on 
but I can't remember his name. He's that good. But, but yeah, but I'd definitely be looking at Mark Wilson as well. You can get him on more games. It's called Stuart something, isn't it? Stuart, what's it called? Yeah, it's weird because when you when you read his stuff online, it's really insightful. But when you try to listen to him commentate, it's like it's calling a play that happened five minutes ago, and you're like, "Come on, fella." You know what I mean? <laughs> Keep up. You got Dave Woods calling people by you know players that have been playing game for fifteen years. Stuart Pike. Yeah, Pike. Stuart Pike. Yeah, that's Pike. Yeah. 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 So yeah, but but yeah, uh, we we Clark. It couldn't have happened at a nicer time. A nicer time. Great pre-Christmas, pre-season present. Off you go for <laughs> first. Don't let the door on your ass on the way out. Yeah, thirty years. That's scary. <laughs> wow. Absolutely, donkeys. Um, Paul Momorowski. Yeah. Time for the Rhinos, Mark. Um, how many tries do you reckon Momorowski is going to score for the Rhinos? In, in Super League, fifteen yep. plus minimum. I think we're really <laughs> going to get. I think. I think <laughs> we're going to. I think we're going to destroy some teams this year, boys. I really do. I oh. think we're going to do a lot of damage. Oh. And from what I've, what I've seen of him, he's going to fight with it. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to thrive on. So he's super legal on 15 plus. Throw a cup running, he'll be up in 25, 26. Do you agree with that, Reese? <laughs> oh, that's come ambitious. On, that is ambitious. I would have gone, I'd have gone 15 in total, I think. 15 in total? Because he's going to be passing a lot to Fussy Tour. And Fussy's going to get at least another 15. So. Uh, I reckon there's going to be some, you know, if you put total try contribution, scoring and assists, let's say 20, but 2025. But yeah, I think tries, I think it'll be uh, 15 all season for Momorowski. 22 tries minimum. <laughs> tries. Probably get six listen. in the cup. Six in the cup as well, I reckon. Um, are you excited for 2024, Mark? Is that a silly question, Mark? Is yeah, I'm waiting for a pre-season like this for since 2017. Genuinely. When, when was the last time you were this excited? Yeah, genuinely. We finally we finally got back to big leads. You know, we've been identified a problem. We're going to sign the best player out there at six. We're going to get Croft. All right. You're struggling. We'll take your fucking nine as well. Have some of that. Do you know what I mean? And happy days because the the key players in key areas, they're not just coming off reputation. We've seen them do it week in, week out. And that relationship as well between Croft and Ackers, it's already made, so we don't have to worry about that link. Do you know what I mean? It, it's one... Yeah, it's 50% part, there already, isn't it? You don't, you don't have to wait for it to gel, do you? No. no. I, I agree with you, Mark. I, I'm, I'm incredibly excited. It's it's the... Some years I've not bothered with pre-season families or, or I've not gone out of my way to go to the Boxing Day, whereas this year yeah. I'm like, I've been I've been trying to work on the wife to come to Boxing Day for about three or four weeks, and I'm going, <laughs> I, I'm going with my mate now anyway. Um, so, but I've, I'm I'm buzzing like that, you know. I've already got my tickets for Hulk KR and um, and the Boxing Day fixture because I, I am just dying for the season to start. That's great news for the podcast for the reviews. Because yeah, we did yeah. all the preseason reviews last year, and we didn't go to one game. <laughs> no, <we didn't. laughs> that's breaking news by the way because you wouldn't be able to tell from those yeah. reviews that's how good we are <laughs> we haven't seen a second of those games Mark you're going to be back with us for 2024 um, Merry Christmas Happy New Year to you and yours and thanks a lot for joining us 
No problem, same to you guys. Enjoy your first trip to the Barren Man race. Congratulations to you. Better half. And finally, Cheers, before more, lads, Die Hard's an action film set at Christmas. It's not a fucking Christmas film. It, it is. It's a Christmas <laughs> film. <laughs> Love you both, lads. Have a great Christmas. Take care. Thanks, Mark. We need to start asking all these guests about the Die Hard thing, don't we? Because is that two? We... Two have said it is. Two that said it is, and two that said, hang on, are we three? Because it was me, you, and Cam. Cameron that said it is, and then Bobby, Bobby and Mark. Mark. So and let's ask the others. Yeah. Question, and we'll find We've got something more important to do first. Is or isn't a Christmas film? All the names are in this. It's a fruit bowl. In this fruit bowl for the Lot Pod raffle. Um, here is the signed shirt. Well, what season is it from? Snap back. I think that's 2007. Yes, Chris is nodding in the background. Chris is nodding. 2007. 2007. All signed by the whole squad, including Rob Burrow, Kev, Danny. And the winner of this shirt, let me shuffle these up, is, and the snap back. All the money, sorry, the proceeds from this, it was £5 an entry, are going, to, of course, to the MND Association. And the winner is live... On the podcast, let me just need a drum roll. (laughs) Adam Wilson, Adam Wilson is the winner of the sign (laughs) shirt. Congratulations, Adam! If you're listening to this, please send a DM to the Lockpod X account, and uh, I'll speak with you, and we'll sort out the postage of this amazing shirt. This snapback, this snapback design and created by ACDMB. This amazing shirt, kindly donated by ACDMB. This hoodie, ACDMB. Everything, ACDMB. Thanks a lot to them for donating the shirt and these amazing snapbacks and the prize. Well done, Adam. You've won. Someone at the door. Someone at the door. Who's it now? Well, can you continue on the theme? It's Chris from ACDMB. <laughs> Speak of the devil. <laughs> I'm getting my. Um... Sponsorship in. You're getting your money's worth today, yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you, Chris? Are you feeling festive? Getting there. Getting there. It's um I absolutely love Christmas. Me too. But I've got a caveat to that. I'm opposite to Mark. It starts too early. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> Christmas to me is sort of from when I finish work and the week after. I enjoy more than beyond rather than the building up to it. I think a lot of that's just running your own business. I know that next week I'm not going to get any emails. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I can email you if you want, if you feel enough out. I don't mind you emailing me, but as long as you ask me. I've got more stat back designs to send you away. So (laughs) as long as you're not asking him to reply. (laughs) Tomorrow, when I finish, that's, that's when it starts. For me. That's really, really I, I start, think people yeah. start too early, and it's everyone's own choice, isn't it? But <clears throat> for me, to Mark starts before bonfire night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the day after um, Halloween. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that, but <laughs> <laughs> um, the big topic of this podcast has clearly been: Chris is Diad a Christmas film? You're not going to believe this, but I've never seen it. It's not my type of thing. Never seen it. So. Is it set? Is it set at Christmas? 
it's is it Christmas Eve? It's it's a it's a yeah. Christmas party. Is it Christmas Eve? Yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Go for it then. Yeah, there we go. I'm yeah. sure it is. Good. That means bride. That means bride. The time maker. Good. Uh, good. Oh no, it's not. That's four two. Yeah, we've won. It's fine. We've won. We've done it. Dyad, it's official. The lot pod. It Dyad is a Christmas film. The 2004 shirt, Chris. The heritage shirt. What did you make of this? Um. <clears throat> If anyone reads my Twitter, which there's not many followers at all, I give oxen untold amounts of shit. Because <laughs> you um, do your own designs, Chris, as well, and your some of your designs that you've done in the past have been phenomenal. Yeah. So you've clearly got a picture of what you think Elise Rhino's well, shirt I, should I look standards. like. I suppose being a designer, it's I'm a bit yeah. more critical. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really good. The the thing is though. And this is a beef about modern shirts in general. If you look at the uh, 2004 one, mm. the quality is unbelievable compared to what yeah. what we get, mm. uh, especially the 2005 one. They yeah. use different materials. There's piping. That you know everything's really well done, but mm. they're just polyester crap now, aren't they? After it, the players' version of this, which was eighty quid, which I just couldn't. I couldn't do that, but the players' version did look a league above the normal jersey that everyone they, they would all, buy. They always do. Um, I mean, I always buy the player ver- players' version, and it's simply because oxen sizing's crap, and I can fit in a players' one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the materials so much better. They use they use different materials. The stitching's better. Um, it's just the collars are crap on the players' versions. The collar on what you're wearing is better than the players' version. Mm. So yeah, I think they've done a really good job with it, but because it's Oxen, I'm still giving it five out of ten. I'm going to say what you're giving it five out of ten. <laughs> Just because it's Oxen. That's a high score for Christopher. Yeah, you see, um, as much as I love the 2022 shirt, mm. I still think they cocked that up. Really? Needed a white collar. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the designer, isn't it? You're going through the little details. When I look at that home shirt, I mean, I've got it somewhere here, actually. The, um, the 2018 shirt was the best we've had. Yes, was that the last? That no. was the 50th anniversary of the 1968. That one, Was that the last ISC one? Because that wasn't Oxen, was it? No, I think we had one after that where they just phoned it in, but... Um, it was, oh, yeah, it was very much was like the 2022 one, but he had a white collar. Yeah. So you're saying yeah. this is this needed the white collar on that, that one? That needed the white collar. That needed the white collar because we're getting into technical details here. But the problem with the 2018 shirt is they used the wrong colour for the amber band. <laughs> now we really are getting technical. <laughs> it was it was too yellow. So stick up stick the collar from the 2018 shirt on the, two, on the 2022. And you've got it. You've That's got it. protection. Yeah. <clears throat> Oxen. It, just, just, just give Chris a call. <laughs> He'll design all your shirts. I can't afford we'll my fee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how how do we? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, we haven't spoken to you at, at all for, for quite some time now. We, we've signed Brody Croft, Lackey Miller, Matt Frawley, Paul Momorowski. Uh, Andy Ackers, how how did how did you feel about about all that? Um, it were all a bit bizarre, wasn't it? And yeah, I'm I'm totally with with you, Eddie. And it's like, even though we had a shit year last year, 
I still had trust in Rowan Smith to build a squad. Yes. And when Frawley signed, everyone, I think people went too far on comments about him. But it works now, doesn't it? It does now, yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I, I was a bit upset with the comments that initially made about Frawley because they were all basing it on the 2018 Giants form. Mm. And we, we can't pretend that we all watch Rugby League week in, week out. No, we can't all pretend we've been watching Matt Frawley's career for the last four years. The bit I caught of him in the playoffs last year, he looked fairly good. But what was clear was that he needed someone to work with him that, that allowed him to do what he was very good at. And yeah. Croft is exactly that sort of player. It's And I think... Frawley compliments Croft more than Croft. I'm trying to work it out, actually, which one would compliment each of them more. But either way, I think the partnership works because Croft will be a running nine that will cause problems in Frawley's kicking yeah. game, something that we've missed on last tackle so badly the last couple of years. God knows why we don't kick to Fussy Tui. He's one of the biggest players on the pitch and he's torn. He can jump high. It's almost, it's almost too simple of a... Of, of, a, of an idea kicking yeah. to the big tonga on the wing. Carry on, Chris. There's, yeah. there's no way that it wasn't planned. Mm. No. It was just getting ducks in a row. And I think um, last year was terrible, but I, I always sort of, I'm quite a positive person anyway, but I always sort of thought that we'd have a massive clear out. Yeah. And it's happened. I'm actually mm. glad, even though I thought it was good last year, McDonald's gone. Because I think Momorowski will be an absolute find. Mm. He's a he's just what we need. He's a, a intelligent rugby league player. I agree. And if there were one thing we lacked last year was intelligence. Mm. Um, I think we've just we might be a prop shot. Not that worried because I think we're looking at. I think both Holroyd and Aledski will be better next year. Yeah, I agree. Um, I even think this year. This young lad from Cass might actually turn out to be a bit of a massive Hudson, yeah. mm. So I think we've got a really, really exciting um, squad. I'm really looking forward to it. I will caveat that again with I don't think we're going to hit the ground running, but I think we'll have enough quality to win games. To win the treble. Yeah, and then when we when we when we kick into gear, I think we're going to hammer some sides. Because I think I my, my signing of next year is uh, is uh, Lackey Miller. I think he's going to be... Cameron says play. exactly the same. Yeah, he thinks he's going to... I think he's going to... Did you watch the, did you Sorry, the interview with the day? Hmm? Yeah. Because he's, he's, he's buzzing. Like, he's properly excited to get going. I mean, he's... he's I, his sevens game is really interesting to me as a, someone that plays union yeah. and was very bad at sevens. Yeah, I agree with that. Because yeah. I was unfit. But the seven, the seven style of play, mm. the, the footwork, the fitness that's required for that, for lover, and the work rate that's required, but the, yeah. the general speed and elusiveness, it doesn't always work, but it, it has worked. And he, he kept you, out a very good player last year. Uh, have you seen his stats for the limited time he had in NRL? I think he made the most metres, most yeah. Metres line breaks and everything he'll be and he's quite a big lad as well isn't he he's not he's not like Jai Field should you remember the the move that Rhinos used to quite often last year which was when they used to come out from dummy half or give it to first receiver and Richie Myler would take the inside line and just shoot through the gap Lackey's going to be doing that quite often I think and I think I think we'll see a few long range tries kicks returns I think he'll just so I think I'm really looking forward to seeing Lackey Miller. And we know what we're getting with Croft and Ackers. 
absolutely outstanding. Yeah, we've seen Probably him. Best, yeah. best six and nine in league. Easily. But I think Miller is the one I'm really looking forward to seeing. And um, I don't know whether I read too much into it, but I've been watching a few. They haven't put loads out, but from what I've seen from the videos, it looks a really happy camp. And I don't think we've had that for three years. They all I mean, and I and think you know, Cam's coming out saying he's going to play Boxing Day now because he wanted to play, he wanted to run yeah. out. This it, it almost feels a bit too sensible, and like things are going well. And I'm yeah, not quite I sure like I want to. I don't like, quite want to jump on the train too hard yet. Um, but um, leading on, you'll to be on that league, train soon. Um, leading on to Boxing Day, league, I think. <laughs> I think all that's gone on with getting the new players in and how happy they all look. I think that that's led Newman to want to stay. Yeah, I agree. Well, all all the players he's, have signed. Absolutely. He's not daft, is he? I know he acts yeah. daft, but um, he'll be thinking, look at the players I've got around me. Yeah. He, he will win. To, he's, as a Leeds lad, he'll want to win a Super League title more yeah. than... More than most, you know, it's people like Ash Oledsky, all those lads that have come through the academy. He will feel exactly the same as those, and he'll what you know. I remember after the grand final in twenty one, he was gutted. Mm. Twenty two, sorry, gutted. He was absolutely gutted at the final whistle. And it's um, it's not the right time for him to go to the NRL. He's coming off some really bad injuries. Yeah, I agree. Um, it could absolutely ruin his career. And I, from what I've read and what he said, he wants to go to the NRL, but he's I think he wants to sign with Leeds. So it's simple. Put him on that 50k marquee spot. That might actually even free up some cap space. I think it will do, compared to what he's on at the moment. Yeah, Yeah, then we can get a prop then. (laughs) As I said earlier, 50k on a salary cap for a player that will probably earn 250. Which for Leeds isn't a lot of money in, in the grand scheme of things. But 50k on the salary cap means much more to Leeds than Harry Newman... Getting two hundred fifty grand a year, no brainer, isn't it? Would you want Harry Newman on fifty k on your salary cap? Any yeah. team in the world would. Yeah. <laughs> any any side in the but yeah, in I the think, world. I think they all look just like they're in a happy. I, I think I think Rowan's cleared the shit out, and yeah. I think there were a lot going on. I, I've I've read a couple of comments that people have said people don't realise how bad it was last year. Really? Yeah. Um. So I'm really looking forward to it. I am. And I do hope it. that we wear that shirt that Reese is wearing more than the white one because usually I don't like the shirts and then I buy them and I think they're all right. My, my opinion of it's got worse as I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> least, at least the good thing is I feel like I've got two shirts for the price of one because that's what it is. It's, yeah. it's one shirt on the front and then the sleeves are a different shirt. Anyway, come on, Oxford, give me a ring. Cam Cam Smith got announced. Finally, we've got a captain, Chris, in in in, in Captain Cam. Was was that just a complete no brainer and just yeah. ticking the easiest box to tick in the world? Again, I'm going to sound like a bit of a Rowan Smith fanboy, which I am a bit, but we are agreed. We I are. I think um, last year will have done him a world of good, won't it? Yeah. So if if we'd have thrown him as a captain, like he was captain, wasn't he? But give him that pressure in a shit year when everything's going tits up. Mm. I think, I think everyone just wrote last year off, and yeah, 
I think the leadership team thing was bullshit because I think he just he wanted to do something to stop Lehman being captain, and I think that yeah. was easiest way of doing it. Yeah. So I think no it's absolute no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah. But Without, they still yeah. did it, though. They still have to do it, don't they? And they and and they've done it. Yeah, I'm totally totally glad they did because we as a club got loads of shit for that, and you know they had to do it. And I think it'll go a level again, level up again. Oh, without a doubt. Because I think he were compensating too much last year anyway for... I don't like slagging players off, but his halfbacks were absolutely shit, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. You could you could see at points when Cam was trying to do too much on his own, but then no one would run and then Cam would get the blame because he'd have to take contact. Yeah. But there was no options. I don't think he'll have that problem this year with the quality no. that we've got. And just think, six months ago, we were sort of saying, yeah, maybe we should give Austin another year. <laughs> <laughs> and look at us now. I even did a whole. I'd even did a whole intro for him, and I gave him a soundtrack and everything. And then about three <laughs> weeks later, we were calling him a knobhead. Yeah, Christ. <laughs> Paul Momorowski, Chris. How many tries do you reckon Paul Momorowski is going to get? I'm with. I'm. Um, I'm with Reese. I think he's going to give. I think Fussy Two is going to score more with him. With him as his it, partner. He's. I've not watched loads of him, but from what I have seen, he's a proper centre. Yeah. Mm. Knows Real exactly fast. what, you know. Um, but I, I think he does know where to try line, and he's a big lad as well, isn't he? So I think mm. I think that partnership, if he partners with Fussy Tua, will be really, really good. Yeah. Mm. Hanley and Numa on the other side. Uh, just to finish up, Chris, how excited are you? And it's a stupid question, but how excited are you for this season? And when was the last time you were... You were this excited for the for the season. Um, I was quite excited last year until I saw pre-season, and <laughs> I, I'm not even bothered. And it if, all fell apart. I'm not even yeah. bothered if we win pre-season games, but um, and maybe that was Rowan's fault. So I'll you know I'll have a go in when when it's due, but that just went to shit. I just think. We weren't a team last year. No. We will be this year. Um, I'm excited every year. Yeah. But it does... I can't I can't wait till Boxing Day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm buzzing. I can't, I can't wait for that. Proper been ticking down the days. And um, and then I realised I forgot to buy a ticket. But apart... <laughs> do you know what I, I am interested in? Is that attendance at the first round at Salford. I'm willing to put a bet on a £10 bet, that that will be our biggest attendance. With, with the Rob Burrow JJB testimonial game aside, I have a feeling that could be one of our biggest attendances in the new stadium. I agree. I think, yeah. if you look at last year, was it was it Hull? That we, and it was a dire, horrible game. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, didn't we get close to lots of those last year? <laughs> um, yeah, that may, everyone's looking forward to that. That makes me nervous. I just see, I just can just see us bollocksing that up, and everyone having a, go. <laughs> everyone writing us off. Then, but I don't know. Yeah, I think that'll be a big crowd. I think we'll get big crowds all next year if if we uh, fulfil potential. Yeah, Chris, um, you'll be back with us for twenty twenty four. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for sponsoring us. Thanks for keeping us afloat. Have a lovely Christmas. <laughs> you too, guys.
and a lovely new year. And we'll see you next year, pal. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll catch you at Boxing Day, Reese, with you. Good evening. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go a bit. All right. All right. <laughs> see you later. Cheers, Chris. All thank right. you. Yeah, you'll need these goodies, Reese. Snapbacks. And yeah, you can look out for me at the Boxing Day picture because I will be wearing both of them when Chris donates the goods. Quality here is um, outstanding. It's outstanding. Adam Wilson has got a what? Sorry. What? <laughs> Someone at the door. But make him wait. Tell you, do your bit. <laughs> Adam Wilson is also getting one of these. Lockpod snapbacks with the shirt from the raffle. Thank you, everybody, for donating. That was a doorbell. That... Someone it's else really... here. You're, You're winding me up. Who else is here now? God, he's getting really, really antsy, isn't he? Oh, Brian. Brian. Oh, 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 How are we? Finally, Brian. Someone feeling festive. Hang on, I've got an idea here as well. Hang on, I've got my idea here as well. Hang on. Got my idea here as well. Hang on. Right, what do you need, boys? So for those that are listening on Spotify, you might just want to switch over to YouTube at this point. For those yeah, listening on Spotify and iTunes, just go back to the YouTube channel and yeah. see the best intro we've ever had. To anyone, Brian, I know why that is a blue Santa suit you're yes. wearing. And yes, I, and I totally, totally get that. Is, is it a stupid question, Brian, to ask you? Sorry, everybody. This is Brian from obviously from <laughs> Six Again. He's a he's a friend of the podcast. Everyone, show everyone follows Brian X and all across social media. Welcome, Brian. Is it a stupid question, Brian? Given what yes. you're wearing and what we can see, are you feeling festive, Brian? Hey, I am now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I am this year, yeah. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it this year. Um, my son's seven, so he's finally got into it. So I, I, I think that's what it is, to be quite fair. I think it's all down when, to him. When does, yeah, it's all about the kids. When does the festive Christmas period start in your household, Brian? Ten past midnight on the 1st of December. Ten, 10 past midnight, that's very Yeah, because very... you get to take me more staff shots on November, and then once that's gone, they get it. <laughs> that's it. Christmas, Christmas that's it. Yeah, it's done then, yeah. Christmas time then. But yeah, about 10, about 10, past, 10, uh, 10 past midnight on the 1st of uh, December. Is Die Hard a Christmas film, Brian? Yes, it is. The best Thank Christmas you. film ever. Now, Reese, I've got a bone to pick with you. I've got a bone to pick with you. Home Alone is basically Die Hard for kids. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't see it until last year. Doesn't matter. I'm still a kid. I've not watched it. Yeah, it wasn't. I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah, it's just fun, mate. He's the only person on the planet who didn't enjoy Home Alone, Bry. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to speak mm -hmm. speak to him. I can't speak to the podcast HR because that is Reese. That is me, yeah. That's why, Brian. That's why I can't get rid of him. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, Brian. What's your favourite Christmas song or songs, plural? Uh, mine's Little Drummer Boy, Crosby and Bowie. Yeah, classic. Always has been. Um, I grew up listening to that pack and things like that, so it, it, it struck a chord when I was a kid. Do you have a Christmas Day nap, Brian? Do you have a nap on yeah. Christmas Day? Always. Yeah. About six o'clock. I was about to say, is it a time nap, but you've, you've gone there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
about, about six o'clock, and it's just to get the second wind to keep on going until about four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> um, we had some news um, this week, Brian, about Phil Clark. We've asked a few of our guests leaving Sky Sports after decades and decades and decades. Do you think it was time for Phil Clark to leave, or do you think he kind of outstayed his welcome a few years ago? He definitely outstayed his welcome. Five years out today as well for me easily. Mm. It just the as Mark said earlier on, great player, but you know that you feel like he was a bit out of touch now, and he's been getting further and further away from out of touch. And then yeah, I mean, I'm as Andy says there, I mightn't be home alone. I'm in the I'm in the kids' bedroom to be quite fair, so I've been already kicked in here. Um, <laughs> so Brian, if, if Brian's going, then um, we've already had a couple of names mentioned. Who's going to replace him? Who's your top pick in the draft uh, for Sky Sports uh, coverage? I had two down, and Vish, you mentioned one, Kev Brown. I had Sam Tompkins down, but I'm going to throw it left field. I've really enjoyed people like um, Ash Golden, Ryan Brealey, Ryan Hall being on, and I, th- I forget who said it earlier on, but you do feel like they're a bit out of touch. I think it was Bobby saying they were out of touch. I agree. Yeah. And and having them players in gives that different bit of insight and a, and, and a, an up-to-date feeling of the game and what can be happening and what won't be happening. It's like one of, one of my favourite bits last year, I know he's a case word in, in, in for, your, for you guys, but the screen with um, John Wells when Johnny Lomax done it um, last season, not last season, season before, it's one of the oh. best things I've ever seen on on Sky Sports and in summary, and having them having them current players is, I think it's a way way to go. To be quite fair, that on screen yeah. time that John Wells does is the one thing that I would want Sky Sports to keep because when they get the right player to do it, it's, it is actually fascinating to watch. I do. It I remember the halfback. Don't you feel like the half? Well, it's always the man of the match, isn't it? Normally, yeah. or someone someone important. But I'll, that that I'll, bit is great. I've always felt that when 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 there's a half there, like Lomax, they they just break the game down and they make it. Sometimes when when they break it down, I think, how have they seen that? Mm. How 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 have they, how have they been able to read that so quickly? And I just think that really highlights or, or kind of pulls out because I always think of fresh eyes watching the game, and I think you know if, if there's a young kid there, boy or girl, or, or just new fresh eyes watching it, they'd be like, wow, that guy spotted that so quickly do you feel like current players need to be kind of interviewed and kind of showcased more brian do you think they need a bigger spotlight or do you think the players are interested i don't know because part of me thinks sky are obviously doing something this comes down to your midweek show idea eddie this comes down to sorry Mm. brian but i think it comes down to that i think i think if you go back to the 80s my dad knew nothing about rugby league and he knew who most of the witness and Wigan players were because they were that high profile, they were that bastard and everyone knew who Martin O'Fire Everyone in the country knew who Martin O'Fire was. Everyone in the country knew who Sean Edwards was and I think that's what we need to get back to. You need to get back to bringing the profile up of these players and one maybe one of them ways is doing some more stuff like John Wells, midweek programme, another fanzine, if you will, programme um, like Boots and All used to be Something like that. We just need bigger profiles for the players to then make the sport bigger. In my ass. 
do you think it's a good idea, Reese, to kind of have say it's Leeds versus Saints, and do you think it's a good idea to have perhaps an injured player from one of those sides commenting on the game? Because I think that's brilliant. Because in terms of the analysis, they can say they can cut to say it's Johnny Lomax. We'll use him again as an example, and he's in the studio. Brian Carney can say, "How are the Saints players feeling? What are they doing?" In and he can, he can from the horse's mouth, he can say. This is how they're feeling. This is how they say, and he can really break it down more than Phil yeah. Clark, who retired in 1990. Oh, God, I think, I, I think that's why the name Tomkins has been mentioned by about three of us because he's been that yeah. exact person, hasn't he? This in in, mm. in 2023. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not always going to be possible to have one person from injured from either side, and obviously, it might not always be someone as good as and high profile as Johnny Lomax. Yeah. So I think, but I think where the opportunity arises, I think it would be great. Or even if it's someone that's recently retired, you know, bringing James Roby was a name that was mentioned earlier, bringing him on for those types of games. He's not that far out of the game at all. He only retired last year. Um, you know, bringing players in like that um, that can be involved in the game. I actually think Ryan Hall's a really good shot when he retires, to be honest. And I think Ryan Brewer is as well, because he seems to be quite a, intelligent with a, a head on him and he seems to have that certain mind that I just think would work on a program like that but I think whenever it, I think whenever an inj- whenever a player is injured in Super League and they're happy to come on and they're of a good profile I think they should come on Do you agree with that Brian? Yeah totally absolutely mm. make the, uh, it'll make it'll make, the, it'll make the viewing better and more yeah. people want to view it I agree uh, we had some news as well uh, this week about Jack Wellsby we spoke about him quite in length on today's pod. Good news for the league, Bry, that a young superstar is sticking around at Saints and in Super League. Yeah, it's a one-up on the NRL, really, I see it, mm. basically. Um, I think I think it will be good. I think... I, I, I'm a bit such a go whether he'd be good enough for the NRL. I, th- I, think, I think he is. Sorry, sorry Bry, just I know he's only 21, 22 now, but do you think in whenever his settlement deals up to three years' time, think he'll be ready then? Do you think, yeah, do you think, yeah. think he's kind of thinking, I, I, I'm going to develop more, then go over? I, I think what you've got, I think what you've got to look at is, again, Sam Tompkins, Sam Tompkins was a hero of his, and you may be looking at his career in the NRL and thinking, did he go a little bit, too, did, did he go two years too early? Yeah. Did, did, did he go, go to the right team? Did, did he go, go to the right team? Yeah, and and if that offered for the right teams on the table, at the around the right age, you, you jump at it, don't you? You'd be you'd be silly not to. Yeah. But I think I think it is I think it is good for our league to be quite fair. And as you've seen earlier on, it now gives players like Harry Newman uh, a platform to go and try and get the deal that 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 they can that the best deal that they can to keep them away. And it's the same for clubs, keep the keep the best players that they can in the in the league. In this league. There was, an art, there was an article running last week that if Wakefield get promoted, they're going to go after Tom Johnston because of yeah. that marquee player cause and want to make him the marquee player because he's home ground yeah. for Wakefield. Again, prime player. example of how exactly that thing should be used. I, I actually think it could be correctly applied. And I think if Newman signs that contract under that, under that term, I think it actually could be the best thing that's moved Super League forward in the last five, ten years. But it's interesting trying to compare Newman and Wellsby actually, because what Newman's probably two years or two, three years older than Wellsby. So he's, you know, Newman had the same opportunity two, three years ago and he stayed. I know Wellsby's probably signed up. I think, well, how long was Wellsby's deal, Bry? Was it four years? Two. Or was it? This so one two now, years. Four. 
No, it's a two-year extension. So it's four so years. Two, yeah, so two-year extension. So he did, he did four, four years. Obviously, Harry's was two at the time. So it's it's interesting to see the trajectory, but would have Harry Newman signed a longer deal at the time if he, it was marquee money? But it's interesting to see what would happen. But I think it's a good right, platform. There's been a lot of new players. There's been a lot of new players signing in in Super League across for 2024. Is there any in particular that you're that you're excited to to watch next year? Um, Lucky, Lucky Miller. Lucky Miller is the correct answer, by the way. Just to put <laughs> You know what? I'm actually I'm actually excited to see what Andy Akers can do at Leeds because mm. the trajectory that he's been on with Salford and then playing for England and and kicking on as well because he was yeah. he's really good, still really good there. So I'm actually really intrigued to see what how he is with the team because there's a bit of competition. I know I know we had competition at Salford with Chris Akin, but he was always number one. Seems there's yeah. a bit more competition at Leeds, so. It's going to be interesting to see how he gets on. Um, I, I think, I think really, there, there's a few, but there's no one who really jumps out and grabs that, grabs that, like casual fan and goes, "I want to go watch that. I want to go watch that person." And I think that's what the league's missing. And this is where the deal for Wellsby and maybe a deal for Newman and other players of that ilk could. Capture more people, draws more attention in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think if there's one signing that I'm I'm intrigued at the most, it's a non-Rhino. It's probably Peter Hickey at Hull KR. Hull KR. Mm. Um, Hull KR. It's kind of interesting because I think Hull KR and I, I would still put I'd put us above Hull KR in terms of season predictions, but Hull KR have had a much smoother transition to where they are now. We've obviously had but a they've lost Danny Reese. Danny's gone. But they have oh. lost Danny. So that yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. But you know, I, I think Peter Hickey is probably and maybe Matt Moylan and maybe the two other signings that, that are non leagues that I'm most interested to or intrigued by um yeah. to see this year. I agree. I'm also intrigued by Catalans as well, because they've lost a few. Pierce and, and Tonkins and but they they did last year. They did and, and replaced them and it's where we done the preview. Uh, we done the preview and we all said that they've got nothing. But then we all yeah. said if you get the, if they get a few in, then they'll be up there challenging. That's I'm exactly not really what sure we can, the we, we, we we can't go by our previews because I put Huddersfield as league leaders. So and they were they were they, yeah, they I had Huddersfield to win the cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had Huddersfield yeah. in the grand final with Leeds. So we're all yeah. as bad as each other. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, did Catalan do the same thing every year, don't they? Every year. Yeah. It's been Steve Atamara is good. Brian. Thanks for joining us. You're more than welcome. Not you are problem, a friend dude. of the podcast. Uh, everyone go follow. I bet everyone that's listening to this does already, but go follow the amazing six again on X or Instagram or all the social medias. Brian, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Happy New Year. Have a good one, mate. Thanks a lot. Have a good one, boys. See you soon. Cheers, Brian. Is the doorbell going to go again? Or it's all, it's bust. It's bust now. We're not letting anyone else do it. The broken. It's done. It's, it's finished. I would say, though, it's been yeah. nice to talk about rugby league again. It has. It's been nice. It's been nice uh, to see you. It's been nice to see some regulars. Nice to see Bry as always, and nice to meet Bobby because yeah, yeah, we are friends. A fellow statsman, after all. In that year, to the two statsmen collided. We are all <laughs> friends. We are part of this podcast network. Thanks everybody for watching. 
Thanks, everybody, for listening, if you are listening back to this. Um, thank you, everybody, that entered the raffle. Thank you, everybody, that appeared tonight. What a thank yous. Um, so, Boxing Day, Reese, a little prediction for that? Boxing Day, I'm really pleased that Cam's playing now. It's great to see that, obviously, Lackey's going to be playing, Andy Akers is playing, Gudemann's just... playing. Sorry, just, just on that, because it has this has happened in previous years where they've said, right, all these are playing. But then come the day, they all drop out. Do you think they're all... I, I, I just think there'll be quite a few changes through the game. I think the majority that will be there will play, hopefully, because I, 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 I want to see... Um, and you know what I'm looking for? You know, there was a lot of hype about this... Um, was it McCormack? I can't remember his name now. Virgos or Ned McCormack. Yeah. The kid that they got from Union, England, England Rugby Union. Um, you know, he's in his squad. There's Jack Smith. So, so some good young names in there as well. So I'm just looking forward to a nice, easy day and hopefully just watching some good rugby and seeing... And hopefully seeing a difference. You know, Matt Fraud is playing as well. So you know, the majority of the new signings are playing as well, hopefully. So I'm looking forward just to seeing how we shape up and what it looks like. You're looking forward just to seeing Leeds batter Wakey by 112? I mean, Wakey have got... Uh, they're in a, Talk about a team that feels more positive. You know, they've probably taken the greatest stride out of anyone in the league, haven't they? So I think they'll be quite happy themselves. The return of... Uh, is Luke Cale playing for Wakefield, isn't he now? Yes, so he, he, you know, he'll be coming back. So, no, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. Luke Gale and your favourite halfback. That's the partnership. Basically, no, it's your favourite <laughs> halfback. Everybody, thank you very much as always. We'll be back. We are. We will review the Wakefield game. Have a lovely Christmas, everyone. We'll see you on the next podcast. Take care.